And I'm Katie. And this is I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. A horror movie podcast. Hey, horror fans, if you like what you're hearing, follow us on Instagram at I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. Please subscribe on Spotify or iTunes and give us a great rating. It'll help spread the word. Thank you. Thanks for joining us tonight. We are ga- have gathered here to talk. We've gathered here today. I know, it's like, are we, <laughs> Sorry, we having a funeral? Sorry, that's getting weird. We've gathered together this lovely In the evening. sight of God. <laughs> to and talk you lovely about, people. To talk about uh, Dracula, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. It came out in 1992. You've had a while to watch it. Yep, good old we're days. gonna we're gonna dive into it in a moment, but we do have a special guest, the specialist, the of specialist guest. So much so that you brought him cupcakes. That's how special he is. Our engineer and I guess my boyfriend too, Victor. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how you had that. Yeah. Finally. We had no idea that he was passive-aggressively waiting for an invitation to be on the episode. <laughs> Honestly, I thought he just couldn't give two craps about joining this podcast. I thought that he looked forward to this as being his time away from you when you were in here recording with me. <laughs> you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> what? I love you. How dare you? Oh, boy. It's already getting ugly. <laughs> this was a bad idea. Already we're having infighting. There's, like, already problems. It's <laughs> drama. And we're only one minute and 19 seconds into this. This should, this should be fun. Okay. All right. So, I guess let's kick off with what's new with you. What's new with you, Katie? Oh, um, I ate too much pizza tonight. I'm very full. And now you need a lot of water. I need a lot of water. You need to hydrate. Salt. Also, because uh, today, as you can see by my t-shirt, today at school was our Healthy Kids Fun Run event. Mm-hmm. Where all the grades had to raise money and run around tiny little uh, cone cone made roots in the yard to uh-huh. the Rocky soundtrack. And was it to fight rabies? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> rabies is a real problem in high school. No, no, no. Just to just to make that money, make that big fat money. I well, donate to my kids good. or my kids, my cousins' kids, mm-hmm. one every year. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it has the potential to be a really big fundraiser. Our school used to do one that was very much like grassroots. The parents organized it. We did it on the track over at St. Ignatius, and it was on a Saturday, and, you know, probably raised like eleven dollars <laughs> um, <laughs> $12. $12. It was a big year. Um, and then, <laughs> then we started, um, it was before COVID. I can't remember why the change was made, but we started you know, uh, farming it out to one of those companies that goes around and does it for schools all over the place. And they have like all the prizes and the online stuff. And then they come and they do all the work and they run the whole show. And we made like $90,000 this year. Um, I mean, that's before paying the company, but, um, it, I mean, it just makes... So you made 10 grand. <laughs> so we made twelve seventy five. No, but it, I mean, it's uh, way more lucrative in terms of a fundraiser. It kind of has a little bit less of like a personal community feel. But, you know, parent volunteers are hard to come by these days. Yeah, I know. They, they're they little stingy people. Well, kids suck, so I don't blame the parents. Yeah. Well, and at our school, even you get you get a reduction in your tuition if you do a minimum number of parent volunteer hours every year. And mm-hmm. there's still, I mean, they're sometimes... Like, I'll pay that money. You, like, go to people's houses in the middle of the night with, like, a dart gun and you still can't get them to, like, come and pass out hot lunch. 
So. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. <laughs> but the fun run was fun. And Same I actually day. did run a tiny bit, but I didn't want to run too much because when I run, I get incredibly sweaty. <laughs> and um, I and our fun run time block was from nine ten to ten o'clock this morning, and I did not want to spend the rest of the school day drenched in my own sweat. So that seems reasonable. Yeah. Who want, no. Yeah. Nobody wants. Okay. I don't want that. They don't want that. You're like I'm getting the vapors. I can't. I can't run. <laughs> They're like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> Ew, get away oh, from me. Gross. <laughs> but yeah. Ooh. So that's what's new with you. What's new with Victor? Uh, well, today our water heater decided to die and leak all over our garage. That's no fun. So, in between an appointment I had today and that, um, didn't get a lot of work done. Hopefully my coworkers don't, or my boss doesn't listen to this. (laughs) Um, but then Katie brought me cupcakes, so I'm pretty juiced. All is is bright in the world. Yeah, all is good. Yeah, who who needs hot running water when you have cupcakes? (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I'm a little ripe, but you know. He's like, I smell bad. The listeners can't smell it, so it's fine. (laughs) That's true. That's fine. Nobody knows. What Hmm. about you, Meredith? Oh, let's see. Working a lot. Um... Your water heater also broke. My, <laughs> also, guess what, guys? It's crazy. My water heater broke, crazy too. coincidence. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. Um, that was a bummer. Uh, we've been, like, watching a lot of television, and, like, we watched Vice... I showed Victor Vice Principals. Because we that. watched all of Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I asked him, I was like, have you seen Vice Principals? It's really funny. Um, a lot of the same people who are in Righteous Gemstones, and we watched it, and it was a hoot. Right, it's just something <laughs> I love. Um, I hate, sorry to say this, babe, but, like, Danny McBride is one of my new favorite boyfriends. He's, like, you know how I always talk about my, Mike Flanagan? Yeah. It's gonna be Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah. <laughs> well, also because he's doing uh, Halloween, right? you know, and then he's now gonna be doing The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. So he's also a big name, or will kind of like... And he did Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. He did Tropic Thunder. That's <laughs> my favorite performance. Absolutely. So good. But he's just like an up-and-comer in making horror movies, the comedy, like, the tension reliever. Yeah. Really funny. Perfectly which is Which is um, so missed. I hate it when it's, like, really cheesy, and you're like, really? Yeah. But it, when sometimes you just get, like, struck, and you laugh really, really hard. On that note, I also watched... Um, the Halloween, um, what was the new Halloween movie that I, it came out? Oh, Halloween Kills. Kills. Yes, I watched it finally. What did you think of that one? Uh, I didn't like it, I didn't like it as much as the first. Same. Um, cause it was just so funny and so just really good. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it was because Lori was in the hospital like the whole time. Which, you know, which that was Halloween too. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, cause she's had a problem, been mm-hmm. stabbed and, um, but I thought it was interesting, like mob justice. Yeah. What, what that? How, what happened with that? And so, I like how many of the original cast they got back for it. As that's adult. what I yeah. love. Just like just kind of rekindling that, and um, yeah. So I re- I really enjoyed it, but not as much as the first, but still right. really really entertaining and, and and a lot of fun. So I had issues with the ending, but <sighs> I have issues with a lot of endings, which yeah. we'll hear about. It's hard later. to it's hard to end horror movies well. Yeah, it's hard to hit the right note. Yeah, either everything's fine and they're like, oh, it's died down, or has it? Yeah. <laughs> um, or it well, ambiguity really has. just annoys me. He's not so, a fan of ambiguity. Like, he gets really mad if it's not all wrapped up in a nice, neat little bow. It well, doesn't have to be all wrapped up in a nice little, little bow, but, like, for example, it follows. 
That was such a phenomenal movie, mm-hmm. and I loved it a lot. Did you not like that ending? No. I don't oh. like it when it's like, oh, wait, there's someone following them, cut to black, but who knows what's going to happen? It's like, if you're going to do that, make it It Follows too. If you can't, don't do that. I don't know. I just get annoyed when when that type of stuff happens. I get annoyed when when they when it seems like they're doing it intentionally to seem arty. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. like, oh, you know, we're not just going to give you the easy make everybody happy ending. We're going to be edgy and it's like that's obnoxious, but it follows in my opinion would be one of the times where I feel like that kind of ending I I enjoyed it. Like it didn't mm. bug me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really I mean not like this podcast is about it follows, but we did do an episode on it. We so, did. Yeah, I mean, so go, go back, back and, and listen. That was early on. That was number number two. I think second or third one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I stand. I stand. I stand by that <laughs> she movie. She stands and delivers. <laughs> I love that movie. And I thought it was just so original. And the ending, ambiguous, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't really care that much about it. Well, I'm in the minority. I'll see myself out. Yeah, you, should you probably, do that. Go enjoy your cupcakes. <laughs> you should probably leave. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> He's like, fine, I will. Goodbye. <laughs> the thing that I watched this week was, um, have you watched Life and Beth? No, that's, um, I've seen it on my Netflix's, like, uh, suggestion. Well, it's Hulu. Was it Hulu? Okay. It was one of those. I watched um, the show Better Things with Pamela Adlon, and she's, I mean, she's so amazing, but uh, that kept popping up, so I don't know. It's about, like, being single and... Yeah, well, that's what I thought, because, like, I love love Amy Schumer's comedy, um, and so I was like, oh, you know, I gotta watch this and everything, and it's, like, turned out to hit a little close to home with, like, some of the story, because it's actually a very, not... I wouldn't say a dark storyline, but it's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but the thing that I love is so I uh, my husband and I watched um, the cooking show that she did. Amy Schumer learns to cook when it was her and her husband, and they filmed it during quarantine mm-hmm. at the house that they were quarantining at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also watched the um, they did a documentary about her pregnancy with her son when she had you know hyperemesis and she was really sick, um, and so it was like a really that's you know, like difficult miserable. Time. I can't even imagine. Um, so I'd seen a lot of like her and her husband's interactions and everything. And it's really interesting because her, um, the opposite lead in life and Beth is Michael Sarah. I love him. Which, yeah. And he's amazing and he's perfect because they almost cast him. They never say it, but he's playing a character that kind of reads like he's on the spectrum, like Amy Schumer's husband is. Mm -hmm. And so, um, their relationship, it's kind of like resonating because I don't know how much of the backstory is autobiographical, but a lot of her work really is kind of reflective of her own experience. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was really sweet to like see the, their, you know, in the kind of comedy sitcom situation of their relationship developing and he's really delivering that that like performance of you know not really being understanding social situations and social cues um and then like the awkward situations that that would produce when she's just figuring that out and getting to know him and everything so i thought it was really sweet i'll have to check it out i'm definitely interested i like amy schumer too and um yeah i think that will be next to my list probably so once i'm done well actually better things that show i've been watching it doesn't like all load up on hulu it's like every week so i mean i have time i mean so when i'm not playing video games or recording podcasts or recording podcasts or when your boyfriend is forcing you to watch a movie that's horrible but he loves and you hate true facts (laughs) what could he be talking about i love dracula Uh, excuse me katie you're the minority here you're the minority okay so on that note (laughs) funny story okay so i thought katie was 
supposed to do the synopsis. Because evidently I said I would. She said she would. (laughs) So I didn't at all. Yeah, and we didn't didn't. realize until we sat down in front of our microphones. And I was planning out, I usually write out like what we're going to say. On one of her giant post-its. On my giant post-it. And I'm like, and Katie, you're going to do the synopsis? She's like, uh, what? (laughs) Hell no. She has a synopsis. I do. It's not um, my synopsis. Provided by Wikipedia, quickly. The good people at Wikipedia. Quick, quick and dirty printed off the internet. Yeah, uh, so dirty. How did like, you print this so dirty? Like, tw- literally 13, 13, <laughs> 13 minutes ago, this was printed. Yeah. So Ink, ink is dry. <laughs> we're ready to go. Now you've included listeners to our the professionalism. <laughs> this is the behind the scenes. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, you're on to uh, read. I am read on. The read these Wikipedia things. So, um, yeah, it, as Meredith mentioned, it came out in 1992. Uh, it's really got a substantial cast of performers. Um, you know, Gary Oldman in the lead role, Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder, and then Anthony Hopkins. Um, so, like, that's especially for the early 90s. Like, that was that was not a small budget for for the names that they put in this. Yeah, a lot of A-listers, for sure. Yeah. And this, I mean, when I, uh, it kind of hit me after watching a little bit of Anthony Hopkins, I was like, oh yeah, this was a year after Silence of the Lambs. Oh shit, yeah. He sounds exactly like Hannibal Lecter <laughs> in this character. Like, he didn't really, they he, gave him long hair and a beard, and he just went out there and did Hannibal. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Anthony, stop biting people. He's like, I can't stop. Can't stop. <laughs> can't won't stop. stop. Yeah, can't stop. Where are the FBI agents? Um... <laughs> Okay, so our our synopsis begins in 1462 with Vlad the Impaler, um, and it says, Returns from a victory in his campaign against the Ottoman Empire. Um, So Vlad the Impaler is our Gary Oldman, and watching this for the first time is when I realized, because you had talked about how Gary Oldman is your boyfriend in this movie. He is, and he is, yes, yes. But I had only ever seen his characterization with the white face and the baboon-ass hair, (laughs) and so I could not, I could not reconcile that. Um, You're like, Meredith has some weird kinks. Yeah, I'm like, you know what, I'm just not going to go there, I'm not going to shame her. Um, (laughs) Yeah, how dare you, (laughs) king shame me. But in this, like. Uh, Listeners at home, Victor is also 75 years old. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> With a huge white bouffant hairdo. <laughs> it works for me. You know what? Yeah, I literally like... All right, continue. Okay, sorry. Okay, so we're seeing Vlad the Impaler. We're seeing this, like, you know, young, attractive Gary Oldman, if you're into, He's like, He's got, long like, hair. long, curly locks. Long, long, yeah. Yeah, very silky looking, because they're not real human hair. Um, so he returns from victory in his campaign against the Ottoman Empire to find his wife, Elizabeth, Elizabetta. 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 Who is Winona Ryder. Um, she uh, committed suicide while he was gone because the enemies falsely reported uh, his death to the castle, and she was just irreconcilable. Mm-hmm. Um, then the priest, who I believe that this what the priest is Hopkins, Hopkins yeah. yeah. Um, so he's you know uh, Vlad's the Impaler's priest uh, tells him that his wife's soul is damned to hell because she commits suicide, and that's what Catholics believe. Mm-hmm. But Vlad is enraged. Um, he desecrates the chapel, renounces God, declaring that he will rise from the grave to avenge Elizabeth, though, which is interesting because he's not dead. Uh, so planning ahead to rise from the grave is interesting. Um, with all the powers of the darkness, he then stabs the chapel's stone cross with his sword. Naturally, blood starts gushing from the hole, and he drinks it. I mean, that's Catholicism just right there. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, usually we don't start covering that until, like, the sixth grade catechism. I haven't touched on it yet this year, but, yeah, yeah it's pretty You'll standard. You'll get an eight-year, how long, nine Catholic, Catholic school? Catholic school, altar boy, yep. 
All of this it. guy over here. Yeah. Are, are you recovered? Yeah. Youth leader? No. <laughs> no. No, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 75, but I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, so now we're fast forwarding to 1897, um, which incidentally I looked up, that's the year that the book was published. It was 1897. Mm-hmm. Um, so solicitor Jonathan Harker, who is our Keanu, um, is, it says, takes the Transylvanian Count Dracula as a client um, from his colleague Renfield, who uh, has gone insane and is now an inmate at an insane asylum in London. So uh, Jonathan is taking over his client um, and he travels to Transylvania to arrange Dracula's real estate acquisitions in London. Because what does every Transylvanian count do? Buy property in London. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan meets Dracula um, at his castle, uh, and in their interactions, um, Dracula sees a picture of Jonathan's fiance Mina, who dun 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 went on a writer again. Um, and so naturally, Dracula believes that she's the reincarnation of Elisabetta. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I love this synopsis: says Dracula leaves Jonathan to be fed upon by his brides. Yeah. Concubines. Yeah. So, yeah, there's he's a, got a... He's got a room full of vampire brides. That they just rise up out of the mattress. Mm-hmm. So, so I've seen this movie a few times, mm-hmm. or several times, actually. And it was only when I rewatched it with Meredith that I realized that the main concubine is Monica Bellucci. You know, that's weird, because I remember looking on IMDb and seeing that she was in it, and then I completely forgot and did yeah. not recognize yeah. her. She's the one that comes up between his yeah. legs, and I, and I, I was watching. I was like, "Wait a minute! I know that face. That's Monica Bellucci. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? What? She's um, an actress. She's, she's a very, movies. very famous actress. She was in the, she's the in Matrix. One, the movies. second Matrix. Yeah. She's in. Um, she was in the the new one of the new John Wick movies. She's one mm. of the characters. She, yeah. She's been in like a hundred movies. <laughs> she she was kind of a go to hot like not a Bond girl but like the hot well, lady in an girl. action movie. Was she a Bond girl? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was at one yeah. point. Um, but yeah, she was like the the eye candy for the action movies there yeah. for a while. And still, and, you know, she's she's foreign. She's got an accent. Yeah, it's just very sexy, voluptuous. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very. She's perfect to rise between the legs of Keanu Reeves. Absolutely. Yeah. Because no. she also was with him in Matrix later. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. Hey, I remember recognize. you. Yeah. Didn't recognize you with your top on. Exactly. I don't um, recognize her at all. I don't know who that is. And I am the. I am DB person. Mm, no, no, you're I'm not. I am DB brain. Now I've been dethroned. <laughs> Um, okay, so meanwhile, while Jonathan's getting busy with the ladies, uh, Dracula sails to um, England with boxes of Transylvanian soil, which, because of Dracula legend, we know that that they have to rest in the soil of their homeland, right? That's the language. To get their power back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or to so, regenerate even, you know. Right. So he needs to pack up all of this soil in these big shipping boxes um, for the, the sh- uh, sailing to London so that he can be stored in the dirt. Um and he takes up residence at Carfax Abbey, which is the property that he, um, he had helped, been helped to buy. Um, and so, but now that he's in London, he emerges as a wolf-themed creature, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. That they're like, you know what? Let's not just do vampires. Let's let's all sorts some, of creatures. Let's have the same dude also be a wolf. I mean, there's a lot of history with vampires and the powers they have, and you know, sometimes you just got to look like a beast. Sometimes you gotta look like a beast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if we had merch, that, that would be Sometimes front and center. Like a beast. <laughs> oh boy. Um, 
And uh, so his first uh, victim in London is actually this girl, Lucy, who is Mina's friend, her rich, saucy, redhead society friend oh, that Mina, Mina has been staying with uh, while Jonathan has been gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mina is like, you know, Winona, right? Like the very, like, fine-featured, dark-haired, dark-eyed, schoolmistress, whatever. And Lucy's the flamboyant, flying red curls, you know? <laughs> flirting with everybody. She don't total flirt. She's like, let me see your giant so knife. knife. Oh my god. It's oh, so big. What is it? He's a Texan. He's a Texan. <laughs> oh yeah, and Carrie always is in it too. He's one oh, of her seniors. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was him. another big the name. Man in black. Um... So, uh, Dracula seduces and then bites Lucy. Uh, so, you know, she naturally gets sick. Um, and so... <laughs> this says well, her- also, she had the taste of his blood... In her mouth. Mm-hmm. So that's how the vampire thing works in this. Not only uh, are you that bit, that... but you have to feed on their blood. Yeah, but that doesn't happen yet. No, I know, but I'm just saying that's a difference because people also get bit in this that are not fed the blood. Right, and yeah. that, that's where she is right now. So yeah. she got bit and she's just sick. She's not turning into a vampire yet. Um, but So her deteriorating health and behavioral changes prompt her former suitors, Quincy Morris, who I think is the tech. Is he the Texan or is that Carrie always? Quincy, Quincy is the Texan. The Texan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dr. Seward, along with, oh, her fiancé, Arthur Holmwood. That's Carrie Elwood. Arthur yeah. Holmwood. Holmwood. Um, to summon Dr. Abraham von Helsing, which is our, our you know. <laughs> Anthony. Anthony. Hip Hopkins. Dr. Dr. Lecter is on, on the scene. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and he, because, you know, he's a Van Helsing, recognizes Lucy as the victim of a vampire. Uh, meanwhile, this is all going on. Dracula, who is appearing young and handsome during daylight, meets and charms Mina on the street. Um, and Mina is, mm-hmm. you know, starting to, you know, get a little bit of a wandering mm-hmm. eye or whatnot. <laughs> um, and she hasn't had word from Jonathan in a long time because we know he's Jonathan just hooking up with the... Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know, no, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan who? I see Gary Oldman with his really cool specs mm-hmm. and his little Those top blue hat. Top hat yeah. Hell he's yeah. a sexy bitch. In that. He's yeah. got the he really silky is. black locks. I'm like, mm. and he's like, I'm a whatever. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prince. I'm a prince. A prince, prince vlog. A prince, no less. Prince vlog. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because we didn't. I didn't mention that like Mina and Jonathan were engaged before he left, and she was like, but oh. Jonathan, can't we be married before you go? And he's like, I'll be back in just a few days. And then he goes sure. to Dracula's like, you must stay for a month. Yeah. And, and so write like, notes to all your loved ones. And tell them you're There's staying There's nothing for a month. suspicious. Nothing, <laughs> nothing to see here. I'm just not coming back. Nothing suspicious yeah. to see here. Um, so uh, before Dracula can actually, you know, really woo her over, she gets a word from Jonathan, who has escaped from the castle and is now recovering at a nearby convent. And Mina travels all the way to Romania so they can get married post-haste. Um, and so then upon hearing of this, the heartbroken Dracula furiously transforms Lucy into a vampire. He's like, fuck this. I'll get a bride one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I like the redheads. Um, and so, but then Van Helsing, Holmwood, Seward, and Morris have to kill the undead Lucy the following night before she can feed on a young girl. So they manage to stop her. Um, okay, so after Jonathan and Mina return to London, uh, Jonathan and Van Helsing lead the others to Carfax Abbey, where they destroy the Count's boxes of soil. And he's like, shit, he's fucked. What am I going to do without my soil? Um, Dracula goes into the asylum where Renfield is. So Renfield is the guy who works for the same firm as Jonathan, who was the original guy handling Dracula's case. And then he got locked up because everybody thought he was crazy, even though he's 
you know, completely sane because Dracula is a vampire. Dracula fucked him up, though. Yeah, he did. He was a hot mess. Um, and uh, Dracula, you know, he's just kind of pissed about at everyone right now. So he kills Renfield um, for warning Mina that Dracula was coming. Um, he finds Mina, who they've been kind of hiding in Seward's uh, rooms, and the others are all hunting Dracula, having no idea where he is. And Mina confess, or that he confesses to Mina that he murdered Lucy and has been terrorizing Mina's friends. And Mina's like, you know, but, I mean, here's the thing. And she, she admits that she still loves him. Um, and she has memories of Eliz Elizabeth's previous life. Um, so she's, you know, is kind of the reincarnation or whatever. And at her insistence, Dracula begins transforming her into a vampire. But the hunters burst into the bedroom. Um, however, Dracula, it says, claims Mina as his bride before escaping. Mm -hmm. He so, goes, she's my bride. Um, as Mina changes, Van Helsing hypnotizes her and learns via her connection with Dracula that he is sailing home in his last remaining box of dirt. So he had one squirreled away. He did. You got to keep that emergency gotta dirt box. Got to keep that pocket dirt. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need it. You need that pocket dirt in case. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're all on this, you know, uh, hot hurry to get to him before he gets all the way home because he's, you know, he's still vulnerable while he's traveling in this one box of dirt. Mm -hmm. um, so the hunters depart for Varna where they're going to intercept him because he's going by ship. And so they're like, if we go by train, we'll get there first. But Dracula reads Mina's mind because, I mean, they shouldn't have told her where they were going. They mm -hmm. know that there's a link there. Um, and so Dracula reroutes the ship. Um, so then the hunters split up. They're all still trying to catch him before he gets to his castle. Um, and, uh, <laughs> this is a, the hunters split up. Van Helsing and Mina travel to the Borgo Pass and the castle while the others try to stop the gypsies transporting Dracula. Stop the gypsies! Stop the gypsies! <laughs> Can't trust the gypsies. Everybody knows that. Yeah, they're always working for the vampires. Um, so, at night, Van Helsing and Mina are approached by Dracula's brides. And Mina's like, there's some other bitches here? She didn't really seem upset. She's like, "How? Well, this is fine." Well, yeah, I mean, she's like, "I've already uh, lost a lot of my illusions about married life after mm -hmm. this experience." So, um, and all those hookers then like, she's like, "Wait a minute, stuff. aren't That's you Monica Bellucci?" <laughs> 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 um, so it says Mina succumbs to their chanting. Uh, and attempts to seduce Van Helsing because that's what every moviegoer in 92 wanted to see was Winona Ryder sucking face with Anthony Hopkins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is fine. This is totally fine. <laughs> You're not the age of my granddaughter. I'm going to kiss you right on the lips. <laughs> like this. <laughs> so sexy. Um, so, yeah, so she's seducing Van Helsing, but before she can feed on his blood, he places a communion wafer on her forehead leaving a mark. Body of Christ, man. Mm -hmm. Which, Powerful when I, shit. So at this point in the movie, I was pretty drunk. Um, I did not realize it was a communion wafer. I thought it was like a gold coin or something that maybe had been blessed, and that's why it left a mark. I think it's hilarious that it was a communion oh, wafer. Because, yeah. mm -hmm. like, you know, we just carry those around, us Catholics. I mean, Van Yeah, Helsing but he's a vampire hunter. Yeah. A duh. Yeah. I mean, if you got a snack on something, that's a good choice. It better be the body of Christ. What yeah. yeah. Can't hurt. Um, so then he surrounds them with a ring of fire to protect them from the from Dracula's brides, um, and then infiltrates the castle and decapitates them the following morning. And he's like, "Fuck you!" Right host. after breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Dracula's carriage arrives at the castle, pursued by the hunters. A fight between the hunters and the gypsies ensue. Uh, Morris is stabbed in the back during the fight. 
single tear, mm. and uh, Dracula bursts from his coffin at sunset, as like, he is known Quin- to do. Quincy, we hardly knew you. We're very <laughs> upset that you died. The only recognizable feature was your cowboy hat and your big, and your big knife. And your big knife. But everybody loved your big knife. <laughs> You're like, sweet summer rain. <laughs> what did he say? I forget. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, so Dracula bursting from his coffin, he's like, what's up, bitches? But then Jonathan, like, slits his throat, and the wounded Morris stabs him in the heart. So they were like, yeah, just kidding. You're dead. Yeah, bummer. Um, so Dracula is staggering away, and Mina rushes to his defense. It's so romantic. And Van Helsing and Jonathan are like, you know what, let's just let him go. You know? Let's let him have their moment. Um, so, uh, oh, and Morris dies of his wound, surrounded mm-hmm. by his friends. Yeah. So big losses. At least all he around. has friends, you know. Yeah. 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 So then the final scene is in the uh, chapel where Vlad the Impaler initially renounced God and started this whole thing, and he Dracula's lies dying on in an ancient demonic form, which is super sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and Mina share a kiss as the candles adorning the chapel light up and the cross repairs itself. Dracula reverts to his younger self, the sexy self. My boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Num, num, num. And um, asks Mina to give him peace. And Mina knows exactly what that means. So she thrusts the knife through his heart. And as he dies, the mark on her forehead disappears as Dracula's curse is lifted. She then decapitates him with great love and gazes up at the fresco of Vlad and Elisabetta ascending to heaven together, finally reunited. Mm-hmm. Good job, Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. I mean, I, I, I mean she had her own words in that. Uh, there was some annotating know. that yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, I didn't remember that much detail. Well, that's good. Well, you were drunk. I was, I was so, drunk. Which is obviously it was the only thing that got me through that movie. Your opinion of the movie is not high, because you were intoxicated. No, but <laughs> the real question is, was it scary, Victor? Victor, was it scary? So, I think there are definitely parts of it that can be scary, for example, like the concubines drinking the baby's blood, mm. which they got after they were feeding on Harker or sexing him, whatever they were doing at that moment. Uh, sexing him up. Um, <laughs> and then speaking of like eating children, um, when Lucy also brought that little toddler in before oh, she yeah. was decapitated. She was feeding like, on that baby. That's scary, you know, like seeing her a mouth child was all full of blood. She be, was yeah, she was definitely feeding on them. So like that I, I was stuff like that I would say is kind of scary. Um, but I almost want to say that it was more of a thriller because you're kind of kept on the edge of your seat, um, trying to figure out what Mina's going to do. And then if Harker and Lucy are going to survive and if Dracula's going to get killed or if he's going to come back or, you know, whatever. So to me, it was more like it was more thrilling than it was scary. Um, so bits of scary parts put into a thriller, but I, I loved it all the same. Mm hmm. So who's next? <laughs> uh, I mean, I can talk. I mean, I saw this movie and I remember I was in middle school because it came out in 1992 um, and I was out on video for like a year or two, maybe. 92, 94. Yeah. So I was in fifth or sixth grade. Um, so I watched it and I remember being pretty not a f- like terrified, but nervous. Like I still didn't even when I was a kid, I didn't really get scared. I was like, oh, like this is thrilling. But I loved um, the part where they go back to Mina's, actually not Mina, Lucy's crypt, 
to mm-hmm. go hunt her mm-hmm. was scary. I yeah. thought that was terrifying. And, and they open she, up the coffin and, and she's, she's like, there, and she's like, oh my God, where is she? And then she comes in, there's like that crazy music. He's like, dee, dee, like that. <laughs> and she's wearing her wedding dress. Well, that's what you do. That was crazy. I mean, she didn't get a chance to get married in it. I know. It and was that shit was custom made back then. Yeah. Totally. And she was like, yay, like that. And it was like backwards. <laughs> she was like getting back into her into her coffin. Mm-hmm. It was really weird, like really jerky movements, mm-hmm. yeah. which I thought was really quite frightening. Um, I, I loved also Dracula when I was a kid, too. And even now as an adult, I loved his shadow oh, in, yeah. in oh, the yeah. castle. How it was, it was like it kept moving and on his thing. Yeah, it kept moving or like was be like strangling Harker because mm-hmm. he was like, I'm looking at your woman and that's my woman. And he was like, <laughs> uh, not thrilled about it so i loved that it was just very off-putting and unsettling and you know i feel about scary movies and what you can't see so that was like kind of weird shadowy stuff happening and um i think that's pretty frightening where shadow was like choking him yeah yeah that That was that was cool i thought it was really cool scary um and then i don't know i just like i loved i love this movie but i um now I'll watch it and I find it more entertaining than like mm. terrifying or anything. Anything. I mean, I do always have like stuff I'm like chuckling at because it's supposed to be a little bit, not like campy, but it's supposed to be a little bit silly too. Stylized. Yes, mm. definitely. Um, from like a lot of it was like an homage to early cinema. That's why what they did. They had like very little special effects. A lot of it was using cinema uh, effects from early film days the way they used to make naked ladies rise out of a mattress yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like all like the fog the green fog all sorts of things um was very old-timey how they how they did that even part of the like concubine part where they're feeding on harker and stuff was also in reverse yes well like them rising up from the mattress then leaving with the weird like two concubine situation yeah um, they were like, yeah. with our powers combined, <laughs> we are Captain we're Planet. Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, we're Scorpion. <laughs> Crazy woman Scorpion. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I love this movie. It's terrifying. No. Entertaining. Yeah. I love it. But mm-hmm. I know how Katie feels, but do you want to expand on that <laughs> for our uh, listeners? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I don't. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because, like you said, like it, like it's not scary, but it's thrilling. And I just thought, it was, I mean, it's how it's so predictable. Like, not just because Dracula and vampires as a concept to us is so familiar and done and done and done and done and done. It's like, how could you not know what was going to happen? Um, and then it it was just, it seemed like you were saying not campy, but um, it was, I don't know if they were going for like a, a tongue-in-cheek or, you know, I know that like you're saying kind of making an homage because if it truly is going to be like old school horror movies, it's not going to be very, it's going to be ridiculous because those original ones were. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I didn't find it entertaining. She didn't like it, folks. This is our first yeah, yeah. podcast disagreement on record. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of interesting. So, um, I looked up, so then after I watched this, I watched the um, original um, Dracula with Bella Lugosi. And um, it's funny because, so the uh, the original, um, both the original Dracula movie and the original Frankenstein with Boris Karloff both, both came out in 1931. Mm-hmm. And then they made Mary Shelley's Frankenstein mm-hmm. two years 
uh, after they made Bram Stoker's Dracula. And so it was basically like, I don't know if they planned it or if two people independently at the same time was like, hey, let's do a whole reboot of this old-timey horror character idea, but put the name of the original author in the title to show that we're going to follow the story more closely <laughs> than anybody has been doing since then. And I was like, what are the odds that like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and Bram Stoker's Dracula would both be released within a couple years when the two original ones came out the same year? Well, they were like, you know what? That made some Skrilla yeah. from in 92. Made a few, like, hundred-something yeah. uh, million dollars. Well, it won three Oscars. Which one? Bram Stoker's Dracula. What Oscars did it win? Um, I can't remember. Smoke. You, well, you, smoke. Well, you got to think of when it came out. It was nineteen ninety two. There wasn't a, no, I know there wasn't a ton of Dracula and vampire stuff going on then. So you, yeah. you say things like, "Oh, it's predictable" and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but not necessarily in nineteen ninety two. Well, I mean, there had probably been thirty Bra Dracula movies between nineteen thirty one and nineteen ninety two. Right, like. but I, <laughs> but I feel like this one was like a major. Picture, I yeah, mean, it did win yeah, Oscars, obviously, you know like first I mean? mainstream one, yeah. yeah, that wasn't like B movie, right? Yeah, Which, and it was, you know it was big I love names. B movies, yeah, you know let's not shit on B movies. What? I freaking love it, I'll, I'll bet I watched the shit out of that. I love that, but I don't know, I can't remember what the Oscars were. I think best um, costumes, costumes, best makeup, sound effects editing, and best makeup, best makeup because that makeup was groundbreaking. Actually, they they yeah. it was it and was so crazy. yeah, like visually, I think that reflects what it what it brought to the table visually. But you know, there's no nominations for acting or writing oh, no, no. or directing. <laughs> you know, no. um, well, I'd actually like to touch on that. Oh, please do. So. I actually have a list of, like, my favorite performances mm -hmm. of this movie, and then I have, like, a very, very short one of the worst. Okay. Um, so, so the hot or not. This is your hot or this not This is list. my hot or not, yeah. Okay. Um, so, to me, this is going to seem weird because he was a very supporting role, but I thought that Tom Waits as Renfield oh, did the shit. best yeah. job he was so out of good. anybody. Playing the psycho, like the the guy who went crazy because he knew that Dracula was a vampire. Dracula told him at some point, we don't see it, but says, "I'm going to make you a vampire," and then he's released. It seems like, and then caught and told that he's crazy mm -hmm. because he keeps saying things like, "I serve the master," "I eat," you know, bugs and all this stuff, and he just goes completely nuts. And I thought his oh, performance I was just fantastic too. when he was talking to Mina. Like, but when he was behind bars, every every interaction with, with Dr. Jack, I thought, was just yeah. spectacular. So His to character, me, he did like, the best. ends up kind of going in a little bit of an Igor direction as well. Yeah, for that, sure. Like, because his character is pretty prominent in the original. Yeah. Um, and there was definitely, you know, little little hints of that, like, you know, even just calling him master. Like, mm -hmm. I serve you master. Anything for you. And it's like his vocalization mm -hmm. and everything really. So, and he starts walking with like a little, you know. Yeah. What hump? Exactly. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoyed him. Um, and then just kind of like in order, uh, Gary Oldman, I felt like, did a fantastic job, even with the accents, you know, and, and speaking in the other languages that he was speaking in. Like, I thought he, he did a great job. Uh, and then Winona Ryder, I thought after that, was really good. And then Lucy was pretty fantastic as well. Like I she think played it was supposed to be like really well. I think I think her and her their relationship was like oh 
mean, I think it was supposed to be like that kind of ridiculous oh, over the over top. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. From, and like, that probably absolutely. wasn't even over that the top time. to what those kinds of girls actually were like in London at that yeah, time. I mean, it I'm is sure a period exactly piece, what you know, so yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then obviously Anthony Hopkins, he was pretty great. Uh, being ridiculous. He's yeah. like, um, I just, hey, I know she's your friend, but we just need to like, uh, like decapitate her, uh, burn her body. What's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> and he's at like, her funeral. And he's like, <laughs> he's, at, he's telling him that. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. He's like, oh God, you're such a pain in the ass. <laughs> and then my notable mentions are Richard E. Grant as Dr. Jack. I love Richard E. Grant. Carrie, I love uh, him. Carrie Elwes as Lord Arthur Holmwood. And then, obviously, Monica Bellucci as the concubine. Because mm-hmm. that was just a superb job. Always be topless, Monica Bellucci. So, Why wait, not? wait, where's Keanu on your list? So, he's actually at the very bottom. Oh, no. Keanu did a horrible accent. Yeah. He was absolutely the most boring mm-hmm. guy on the screen. And it's really unfortunate because I'm a huge Keanu guy. Mm-hmm. I love him. His action movies, like are superb to me. I, John, the John Wick series, while they get more and more absurd and kind mm. of over the top and stupid, he is amazing in those. Like, he was great in Matrix. Like, all of his stuff has been great, minus a few of the ridiculous ones he played, like Bill and Ted. Like, obviously, that was just a comedy, so you can't really rate. I, I don't feel like his acting on that. But as far as this, in 1992, Keanu should have passed on that role or been passed yeah. over. Um, yeah. I have some information about that. Oh. The casting? Do tell. The casting. Uh, I had, like, a lot of different uh, interesting facts, but um, the first person to sign on to this movie, uh, like, the script was Winona Ryder. She backed it, and she's like, I want this movie made. So she was trying to, like, shop it out, but she pulled out of um, The Godfather 3 because of, like, health reasons or something. Oh, no. And Coppola. And we ended up with Sophia? Yeah, yeah. Not so Winona. Then, How could you do that to us? So she, uh, it was, like, widely known in Hollywood that she was, um, Feeling like Francis Ford Coppola was totally pissed at her for having done that, like, at the last second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, I'm not. And so she's like, please, please just meet with me. Like, I really feel bad how this turned out. Like, I really don't want any bad blood. They met. It's because Winona's an angel. Well, then they, she, he left with the Dracula script. She's like, I really want this movie made. I'm attached to it. I feel like you'd be really great doing it. So then... Um, Two people were possible possibilities. Christian Slater, um, who turned it down, and then... For the heart girl? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he yeah. turned down Dracula? That would have been a bad choice. <laughs> and then uh, Johnny Depp. Of course. Winona Ryder's two boyfriends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was his, the co- you know um, boyfriend at the time, but they passed on him. They're like, no, we don't want him. And then... That they Columbia Pictures like they turned him down and say they said he wasn't a big enough star. Which one? Johnny Depp. For well, at, that time. at the time he really wasn't a big name at the time. And he already has. So and many then big so names. writer turned to her other yeah. friend who was Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. and asked if he would be in the movie. So then he was. Then he worked really hard on the accent coach mm-hmm. with the accent coach. Francis Ford Coppola was like, he worked really hard, and I was just kept telling him to like relax. Like, yeah. he's he was so like stilted, trying, trying so yeah. hard. And he's like, and I think that's what really impacted his performance. He's like, but I'm never going to criticize him because he's one of the nicest people oh, and yeah. the best yeah. people you'll ever meet, and I will yeah. never say a bad word against him. So, so I was like, ah, for 
fair enough. Yeah. Although in my notes, I said Keanu's accent, no good. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, well, I actually thought it got better as the movie went on. Mm-hmm. It never got too good. Yeah. But it was definitely horrible mm-hmm. at the very beginning. And as it progressed, like, it got slightly better. I think maybe he was taking the, the advice <laughs> where he was finally relaxing a little bit as the movie went on. I don't know, obviously, know what order it was shot in. No, yeah. yeah he did, um, we know, but I, I did know. think it was getting better as it was going. Maybe if the movie was like six hours long, by the end, you're like, you know what, Keanu, good job right there it. at the end. <laughs> like, I've That's always believable. thought with Brad Pitt, anytime he does a movie with an accent, it's trash. Except and I think snatch. it's because, well, who knows what that accent was supposed to sound like. <laughs> but I think it's because he, and this really kind of applies to Keanu too, is their their normal speaking dialect it's is not California. typical. Yeah. Like, it's it's odd. It's unusual uh-huh. when they're just speaking the way they normally speak. And so I think that yeah. maybe that gets in the way. Because ne- the worst accent I've ever heard in a movie is Brad Pitt doing Irish in The Devil's Own. <laughs> and then and around the same time, he made Seven Years in Tibet. And it's just like, stop, stop. Not stop good. trying to do I accents. Mean, it was pretty good than <laughs> Glorious Bastards. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where he's playing a hick. But yeah, then again, it's like, I think he when it's supposed to, to be a silly, like, ridiculous yeah. thing, like yeah. that, and, and like in Snatch, mm-hmm. but when he, earlier, I think in his career, when he was legitimately trying to perform these accents and make them sound believable, they did not work. Yeah, right, right. not good. And it's because okay. when he just talks normally, it's like, it's like nobody else talks. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that, like, it wouldn't be able to slide into, yeah. you know, a believable accent that, that yeah. isn't theirs. Yeah. yeah, and Keanu has a very like California accent. Accent like, dude, to, totally sort of, sort of surfer. Like you know, I know kung fu. You know, you know, guys. Mina, Mina. Well, one of the other things. We'll be married when I get back. <laughs> that, that's actually one of the things in my, no- in Sorry, my notes. Like, guffawing into the the microphone Uh, one of the other things in my notes was the style of talk in the movie in general obviously minus Keanu Mm -hmm. I thought was actually really good like it was a period piece Mm -hmm. you know and I thought they did it really well Um, and when you guys were talking earlier about moments where it was like over the top and you're supposed to laugh because it's like ridiculous Mm -hmm. the thing that immediately came to mind was that scene where Lucy and um, and Mina were outside on the bench talking. And Mina's like, I haven't heard from Jonathan. Oh, my God, I'm so sad. Life is over. I haven't heard from my man. And then, like, it starts to drizzle. Mm-hmm. And, and they they're just both start just laughing. Like, like, oh, oh, my God, it's And then amazing. they started having a pillow fight. It's amazing. It's like, there's, it's like God's crying. God's crying. I love the part where they were, found that it wasn't like a Kama Sutra book, but it was something yeah, that oh, had, yeah. like, the pornographic Arabian, illustration. She's like, I did that last they should have just said tee hee tee hee and then I would have been like yep that's about right that's what girls sound like I know and then also speaking about talking in the movie I I actually really enjoyed the narration with Anthony Hopkins I love Anthony Hopkins it's uh, like his voice is just yeah like, He's the white Morgan Freeman. Just talk to me while I'm falling asleep, please. Yeah. And, you know, and, yeah. and Morgan Freeman, too. Just have a yeah. con- I want to listen to Anthony Hopkins and Morgan Freeman just have a convo. Have a conversation, mm-hmm. yeah. And I will be at peace. Mm-hmm. You know? We yeah. all want to go that way. Yeah. Well, I have a little ad about Anthony Hopkins. Um, so this is one of the fun facts. Uh, Anthony Hopkins improvised a bunch of Van Helsing's really bizarre behavior. Um, because in the book, Van Helsing is kind of a boring-ass bitch. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a jerk and not really... He just talks and doesn't really say very much. Um, so to imbue Van Helsing with a more life for the film, 
Coppola encouraged Hopkins to improvise. That's why you see the character doing things like dancing with Mina Murray in the courtyard outside of Lucy's home. And he's smelling her, according to Hopkins. So he was trying to, to like, pick up Dracula's scent mm. um, to sort of, like, get a feel for, like, what where she was at. That makes it less creepy because I was mm-hmm. just kind of creeped out by that. You don't really know his intent. <laughs> and then I read that. I was like, oh, I guess it does make sense if he's, like... Really knows all about vampires. He carries his communion wafers. He's ready to like kick ass anytime. <laughs> so he's like, "What are you doing? What's happening?" Um, but I was gonna say something about mm, the different forms of Dracula. Um, so let me touch really quick on the baboon ass. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> wig. So in the book, that was what it was supposed. What how he's described. Wearing that kind of wig. Okay. Because um, Bram Stoker had taken that from directly from that period of when Vlad the Impaler had kind of been a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was very, I had it on my notes here. Um, just let's see. What happens when uh, the notes says, are on your phone and not a post it? He, yeah, I know. He, he used, Bram Stoker used uh, historical information that had been handed down about the supposed Count Dracula, des- who was a Romanian despot, 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 whatever, despot. Uh, and a real person. So even though he never traveled there, Bram Stoker hadn't actually gone there to do research. He had been reading about the kind what of outfits and stuff. Bram Stoker. I think he was British. Really? I feel like he was, hmm. but I could be uh, mis. Like not. Could be talking about mistaken. Ass. Talking right <laughs> out my baby baboon ass. So that was. From the source material. Because mm-hmm. I was like, how in the fuck did they decide that was going to be a thing? They were like, you know how we're going to win an Oscar? <laughs> Irish. Oh, you know, okay, Irish, okay. Irish, yeah. Okay, so um, so what, where I was going with that is like Gary Oldman, he was on the set for like weeks and weeks. Everything was shot on the stage, soundstage. Nothing mm-hmm. was shot in like Romania or anything. It was all on like MGM lot. Right, it was all LA. <laughs> because <laughs> well because like Coppola had notoriously gone over budget and had like insane problems when he like went and shot on location, like Apocalypse Now. Like mm-hmm. he had They're like, like we're not letting him do that. They're like, again. um <laughs> no, you're gonna just yeah. be here in the backyard. He <laughs> did list a lot of A list actors too, so if he had yeah. to go on site. Speaking about budget. Yeah. Yeah. So so Gary Allen was just like chilling because there was like a lot that was filmed before he was needed. So he was talking to the special effects people and they were only supposed to show him in stages of like oldness, you know, like being older and having his weird baboon hair. And then they started talking about how he should be like different beasts, too. Yeah. Like a wolf, like mm. You but know, it wasn't even like it, it didn't because it didn't have a snout, so it like wasn't really very wolfish. Well, the first guy was who was like all molesting Lucy. No, his it, like wolf? the face was, face was flattish. No, it was flat. It was, was like it? a pug because when the lightning struck, it like superimposed. And he's like, yeah, it almost uh-huh. had like a, a Voldemort nose. Oh, gross! Almost. And then, um, Sirius Black can't look like Voldemort. Sorry, I just. Got, made that connection. I got very upset. Um, but they had also, like, the creatures that's, like, a gigantic... Whoa, he was, like, a demon bat thing. He was yeah. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. and that, that one has become typical in vampire movies, too, though. Now it is, yes. Yeah, like, like an underworld. Mm-hmm. It's very similar yeah. to that look, too. But at the time, they were like, oh, I feel like that's more their that. true form. <laughs> the vampire Where, bat thing? Yeah. yeah. It's like, They're, it's like, like, all leathery beasts. Yeah, yeah. And, and gross and ready to Slimy. suck your blood out. 
They look like they have like mucus on their bodies, yeah. like a toad. And then when he oh, transformed, <laughs> when they were, uh, when he went to go seduce Mina and turn her into a vampire, mm-hmm. he then turned into a bunch of rats. That's right. Yeah, um, that's crazy. That was, epic. He, that was his escape from I like that yes. situation. I, you know, if I were him, I don't know if I'd go rats, considering you could become like a green fog. They can't really attack your green fog. They could kill your rats, but, you know, that's good just... Good point. Good point. <laughs> well, true. But I in, think that's In any good... case, Gary Oldman convinced him to do that, and then he was like really upset that he well not like really, he's like regretted doing that because then he had like insane hours of makeup prosthetic makeup because yeah. oh, yeah. he's like why did i do this but that's why they won the oscar <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that's why they did was win fantastic the oscar. and the costumes amazing yeah so i mean i love was it cinematography also that, that it won Mm-mm. no i don't think because so. i actually want to touch on that because that was one of the highlights for me of this movie was the cinematography mm-hmm. um to to my favorite part, I think, for the cinematography aspect, cinematography aspect, was when he first gets to London, and he's looking around. He's just traveling, mm. and in the background, you hear, you know, amazing cinematograph. You know, come see the cinematograph, whatever. And it, the camera then becomes the cinematograph, yeah. and you're seeing him, you know, like it's old footage, like it's old footage yeah. of him mm-hmm. walking the streets of London, and that's the first time you see him as a sexy ass bitch. And oh hell yeah! With his sweet blue shades and like that to me is like that's good filmmaking to me is to put you back in the time of like this is what he looks like right now and like in this time like the Victorian um, age you feel like you're kind of just like jumping into there yeah exactly minus and then the, like the minus big, the smells yeah for sure <laughs> and then also like the darkness of the movie because the movie is fairly dark mm-hmm. overall like lighting wise yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the shots, and I know it's not real because it's not a real castle, but the shots of the castle, they were they were scary. You know, like seeing that super dark castle, it's super tall on the cliff. I did like when he was crawling road. on the roof. Oh, yeah. When he was crawling good. on the outside of the oh, roof. Oh, yeah. With it's his so gigantic. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With his gigantic um, um, with his cape. cloak. Yeah, his yeah red, and his red gray cloak. going down his back. <laughs> yeah. So, like, to me, those were, like, really big draws for me to keep, to watch it over and over again mm. was because of how it was shot, how it looked, the darkness of everything. Um, it was just, I mean, you're agreeing with us, Katie, on these points, so yeah, I don't know I why did. you hated the movie so much. I didn't say I hated it. I said I didn't like it. You said it was garbage and to throw it away. No. <laughs> you should throw it right in the sewer where it belongs. And belongs all the rats. No, um, one of the things that occurred to me when I was watching it, maybe because I was still in this mind frame from our our last episode, was that the characterization of Lucy's illness after he first bites her was very much like a possession. Yeah, like yeah, you see in all the movies of like you know she's not well and then she's then she's in the bed and then she, but she's like writhing and her boobs are out and she's like everyone's titty flies out. Oh yeah. Everybody's like, what? everyone's, like, one t- one tit flies out. One Was tit, that, like, yeah. an MPA thing? Like, yeah, they're like, you can have one nipple. You get one. Not two. Two? Oh, you saw both of Monica's, okay? Yeah. That's true. They were, they were out, like, the whole time. But I'm talking yeah. about when they were... All yeah. That's how you know she wasn't fully possessed yet. It, she was, it was just one, one half It was a half possession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halfway with the boot, one boob out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Well, one thing I have to say... I put a note on this about... um. Her wedding dress, Lucy's wedding dress, mm-hmm. I called it Giant Doily from Grandma's House. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is horrible. Yeah, it kind of looked like some of like those portraits that they had of like 
the, the Queen Elizabeth the First or whatever, where the mm-hmm. collars were like oh, yeah. went out, you know, six feet from your neck, mm-hmm. and it was like basically like a big dog collar. Like mm-hmm. that, that's what hey, she, that like, wedding dress for. won them the Oscar. Okay, it was yeah. insane. It was crazy, and I but love that looked, she wore it, it as a vampire. Cool. Oh yeah, that was that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I don't know. I I mean, I'd watch this over and over again. I love all her weird silks that she wears as she's writhing. Mm-hmm. In bed. Yeah. Well, they have to keep changing her because she's like sweating through them and stuff. She's like, I'm in yeah. silks. They're like, we, we, I'm and sure we have one here curly. that will keep her boobs contained. <laughs> Let's know. try this one. Oh no. no! Let's be honest. None of those potential suitors wanted to keep no. her contained. No, they they <laughs> actually managed to see, to not ogle her. Yeah. When you know, given that time period, to see her exposed breast would have been quite scandalous. Oh yeah. And they were very gentlemanly about it. Yeah. yeah. They didn't just like gawk at it mm-hmm. and refuse to help. Um, the I would say this that if I had to watch a movie over again, I would rewatch this one before I would rewatch the original. Oh yeah. Um, just because the original was super boring. Um, but are you talking about Nosferatu or Bela Lugosi? Bela Lugosi. I mean, I love him, but you're right. It no, was, I love him too. Teasing. Like he, he was a great performer, but the mo- the pacing of those movies is so tedious and dull and I think part of a a big thing is that they didn't utilize um, music in Dracula the same I mean they actually utilized it quite a lot in um, Frankenstein which I thought was interesting for them to be made both be made by Universal the same year and to have those that very like disparate representation because I think one of the things that made Dracula seem long is that any time when they weren't delivering lines it was just dead silence yeah. Like you were watching a silent film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like occasionally you'd hear like like the rustling of the feet of whatever action you're watching and then someone'll walk into the room and then they'll start talking. But there was no mood music, <coughs> there was no sound effects. It was just like super mm-hmm. super quiet. Um I did love that uh, this was me discovering that this um the line from 1992 came from the original was the part where he goes, "I never drink Wine. I never drink wine. Because <laughs> that that was in the in the original as well, which I thought was. He's like children of the night. What? Well, speak, speaking of the mean. differences, there in regards to the novel, there were actually a lot of differences between the movies and the novel. And in the novel, Lucy's like prim and proper. Believe it. Oh, or not. she's not a tramp. No, she's not. She's and, not and like the, the my movie, titties out. <laughs> oh no, it fell out again. She's very voracious, I would say, in the movie. Yes. Whereas, yeah, in the novel, she's like, you know, not not oogling over men, not yeah. talking about. They're I big totally knives. boned some dude in my dream last night. You know, after seeing the book, mm-hmm. um, and then it's also in the movie or in the book, it doesn't actually say. That Vlad is Dracula. Hmm. It's not a direct correlation of Vladimir the Impaler becomes Dracula. Um, it's, you know, in the movie, obviously, it's like, same guy. Right. <laughs> obviously. Um, and then Dracula falls in love with Mina in the movie, thinking she's the reincarnation, but in the book, uh, he doesn't actually seem capable of feeling love, and there's no romantic component in the story whatsoever. Yeah, oh, so which is, it's a huge difference. Because yeah, is there an Elizabetha character in the book? As there well? is, but it's not his love. Yeah, it's just his um, wife. Right, and and the whole basis of in the book is that Dracula is just trying to get to London to spread his undead curse and make a bunch of vampires. Yeah, that's like the whole point. Where the point of the movie is 
going to find Mina. Right. After he, well, obviously, his, he wanted to go to London originally, but then he finds out, Mina's oh my God, there, yeah. this guy's fiance is my woman, so I'm going to go get there and I'm going to love the shit out of her. Uh, oh no, she doesn't love me back. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's those are very story-driven differences. Yeah. That, that um, romantic plot, plot. element um, to be removed is, is yeah. pretty huge, especially because, like, if you, you know, look at the book at... Um, you know, from the same sort of... I mean, is it is it from the same um, literary era as Mary Shelley Springenstein? I think it's... Yeah, what could be considered late, gothic late horror. Late mm-hmm. um, I think Yeah, so. because, like, that romance was, like, kind of a newfound, you know, interest in in like being cool. the center of a lot of those stories in, mm-hmm. that, in that literary period. And so for yeah. this one to just kind of... Yeah. Skip over that is interesting. So based off of that, he doesn't actually love her thing. In the book, um, Mina was forced to drink his blood. Whereas in the movie, she's she, like, like hated let me guts. get that, please. I want to be with you forever. <laughs> yeah, she um, like hated him in the book. She went total Bella Swan. Oh, yeah. No, she, she yeah. hated him a lot. Because um, he was like a monster in yeah. the book. And also when Dracula dies in the novels, he like turns to dust. Yeah. And he's just done. Well, that's, like, that's what it was in Interview with the Vampire, wasn't it? That they turned to dust when the when the sun hit him. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah poor Claudia. Yeah. yeah. And it was um, very sad. Yeah, definitely. Very sad. Um, and also, one, one other difference was at the end, you know, where they're chasing him to get into the castle, and then they get there, and they have a little fight scene. <laughs> that part wasn't in the book either. They actually caught him before they got to the castle, and the sun was still up, and they just murdered his ass. Yeah. So there was no like, yeah, there was no like battle at the end. Yeah. Um, So uh, and oh, and last thing was that Harker was also not trapped by the concubines either, Mm -hmm. and was like had to escape. He just left when Dracula did. Yeah. So. You know, it's just, it's just interesting like, to me can I, that... can I get a ride with you to the docks? Yeah, right. And Dracula's like, no, fuck you. And so then he was like, all right, I guess I'll just walk. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just walk there. <laughs> I got my own uh, box of dirt. In fact, I don't in fact you. I'm going to get there first because I'm going to take a train. Right. While you go around in, a long your, path around, in you know, your dirt Spain. Bo- dirt boxes. Um, in your dirt boxes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that that was kind of interesting where the story's very different. Mm-hmm. And I thought the movie was great for it. Yeah. yeah, I think that yeah. those those changes definitely improved it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. obviously those are changes that, um, you know, weren't just made in this iteration of Dracula. You yeah. know, like the, the addition of a romantic component, like all those things, you know, were, were done long before this Dracula movie mm-hmm. was made. Mm-hmm. Um, but something like that, I did, like just changing the character of Lucy, you know, to make her kind of this counterpoint to Mina's personality. Yeah. Um, definitely gave you know this this movie more interest. Oh yeah, for sure. Because um, if they were both like all school marmy Victorian prim bitches, Boring. like nobody would be interested in what <laughs> happened to them at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And then she went on to make Little Women, and everybody saw exactly what that looked like. <laughs> Pretty much, I love Little Women though. I loved it too. Well, not so funny is listening to her in this. I was like, oh, this is where she honed the accent she used in Little Women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because even though she wasn't in Britain mm-hmm. then, it was New England. Mm-hmm. New England. Uh, there's one thing I was going to say I thought was really funny. Well, there's the movie Dracula Dead and loving it. And mm-hmm. I grew up like Leslie watching that. <laughs> my friend, my brother's 
and I like watched it. We had it on videotape, so we probably watched it. I don't even know how hundreds of times. But the guy, oh, I, I like it. His name is escaping me. He's in Ghostbusters too. He's in actually a ton of movies. You Peter recognize McNichol? him? Yes. Yeah. And he plays Renfield, and he's like yelling Perfect. at. He's yelling out of Carfax Abbey, or, um, or he's yelling out the you know the asylum and he's like master master and they're like what do you say he's like i mean mister mister <laughs> <laughs> and like watching this it's one of those things where those like it's worms into your brain uh-huh. and it's forever ruining everything you watch like yeah. you know i'm like he's like master and i was like mister mister and then um <laughs> the part where harker is on the train going to romania and it has like those people that are they're talking in a different language and he's like sitting there and he doesn't know what they're saying and I just kept thinking about Young Frankenstein yeah. where they're just talking about their son who's can't so stop. So lost him, lost him. <laughs> he like, well, they're like, our son, he just won't quit masturbating. <laughs> and like all these different languages as mm-hmm. he's like making his journey and I was like, I feel like the comedy that we ingest and like becomes part of, ingrained into us really impacts our viewership, <laughs> like how we view movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fun, but I thought that was, it was just one funny observation I made Yeah. Um, while we were watching this, so. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you <laughs> mentioned that because, like, when I started, I was having too much fun with the Instagram posts on this because I realized, like, how many freaking vampire movies oh, hell oh, yeah. there really are. Um, because, like, you're, like, Dracula dead and loving it, and then I was like, remember Vampire in Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> I love Vampire yeah. in Brooklyn with oh, Eddie Murphy. Gosh. And then, I mean, Lost Boys is, like, you know, kind of the vampire movie for... I mean, that might have been the most recent, like, big Hollywood vampire movie before Bram Stoker's, really. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because it wouldn't have been... I mean, it was in the 80s. I don't remember... Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what year Lost Boys came out, but, you know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. that far ahead of this one. Yeah, it was um, a few years before, um, and it had, like, a killer soundtrack, too, which made it pretty great. But, I mean, we could also, like, talk about what our favorite, like, vampire movie is. That's true. Um, or even series. I mean, I love Bram Stoker's Dracula, although I always prefer Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. It's, like, so much better yeah. than that book. Because um, it's kind of dry in a lot of ways, the Dracula book, which I read in, like, high school. So I forgot a lot of, like, the important bits. I mean, I remember the main stuff, but... Um, I would say that Interview with a Vampire always has a place in my heart Mm -hmm. for now and forever Mm -hmm. because I just freaking love Anne Rice. I read all of her series and well, maybe towards the end, I was like, there's like 32 books in this series. (laughs) I kind of stopped after 10, but um, I don't know, Katie, do you have a favorite vampire? Um, I mean, I, I, I have not read the books, but I do love the Twilight movies. But not I not for any of the vampire aspects of it, just for the like cheesy teen romance love triangle thing. <laughs> so even though obviously it's about vampires and werewolves, um, maybe that shouldn't really be my answer. <laughs> so I'm gonna think on it. What about you, Vic? Well, it's confession time. Oh no. I've read and watched all the Twilight movies. Yeah, she told me. And I loved all of them. Yep. Definitely not my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. But I very much enjoyed them. And I'm glad that the last Twilight movie, they made the fight scene happen. Because in the book, all, all it says is, like, she sees a vision of what would have happened, and now they're leaving, and they're all friends. Oh, so they didn't even play it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very annoying. Speaking of endings that I don't like, mm-hmm. I did like the series. I did not like the ending in the book. It was trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but 
as far as favorite vampires movie, it kind of depends. Thirty days on a night. how you. Well, it kind of <laughs> depends on on what your favorite kind of vampire is, yeah. right? So there's the prim and proper ones, or from the you know the, the fancy fifteen hundreds or sixteen hundreds. Those fancy bitches like Tom Cruise. <laughs> exactly. Lestat. Like yeah. if you love that type of vampire, like that's oh, a I great got a movie. droplet of blood on my collar. <laughs> This Revolting. Is, yeah, it's uncivilized. <laughs> um, so if, if you like that style of vampire movie, I would say that yeah, is yeah. definitely one of the better ones for sure. Um, but I kind of like the savage nature of the vampire movies. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably my favorite. And like you said, 30 Days a Night, it might be my favorite one because of how frightening the vampire It is. See, are. that movie, I would say, and the was noises really they scary. Make, yeah. The, the noises they make. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Like, it is it's frightening. Um, and, and to go along with that. And they have their own kind of Renfield in that. He's, they do, He's, yeah. like, kind of weird He's, like, he's crazy. their familiar, because that's a thing with yeah. you know, having familiars That's a, in a lot of different movies and shows. Um, but also to go along with that really frightening aspect of vampires, like, I Am Legend. Those vampires are scary as hell, too. I've never seen that. You haven't? Mm-mm. So I, I don't think Meredith likes that movie. I I really liked it. She's declining um, to read But I also it. haven't read the, 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 is it book or books? It's a book. Just a book? I think, I think so. Okay. I, I have not read that book, and I've heard that it is very different. Mm-hmm. However, especially the ending. But I really enjoyed I Am Legend, and they're coming out of supposedly Will Smith finally agreed to a script for the second one. So I'm very juiced about that. Hmm. Um, but I think overall, yeah, 30 Days a Night, those vampires are freaking scary. Mm-hmm. And Danny I really Houston like is amazing. Movie. Yeah. I love Danny Houston. Yeah. And, and if you guys do an episode on that, come <laughs> in, because mm-hmm. I love va- everything vampires. Obviously, I like Twilight, for Christ's sake. I like vampires. <laughs> There's no filter for his vampires. Yeah. I like the fantasy everything, and vampires are one of my favorite parts of the fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Assuming they aren't real. Because if they are real, give me a call. Let's talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we have to release, we have to also, like, re-share our uh, email. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot yeah, that was that. my request um, after yeah. when uh, Victor posted um, the Exorcist episode, and I was listening to it, and I was listening to myself spout off, like, a biblical scholar on Catholicism and, and I was doctrine. Like, and I was like, you're probably right. What do I know? <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm not saying that I heard anything that I was immediately like, oh, that's wrong. But I was that's listening to it, and I'm like, I'm speaking with a lot of confidence. Um, and I, I... Did you feel a little bit like a Karen in a Georgia who would just, like, say stuff, and then later, like, Nope, that was wrong. Yeah. I just, like, completely yeah. And so I was like, that would have been a good time for us to have, like, you know, publicized our email so that people could write in and be like, hey, listen up. That's actually not the Catholic Church policy. That's not even remotely accurate, Debbie. Yeah. And you're like, oh. But you know what, though? We only want, we want gifts and, um, you know, commendations. Accolades. Accolades, Accolades and commendations yeah. only. Yeah, I think that's maybe why we never got a single email, was because those are the only things we said we'd accept. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Did well, you have a re- revisit your answer for your favorite vampire movie, or did you... No, I think... Are you going to um, on Twilight? I, no, I think that 30 Days of Night, for me, is a is a strong one, too. Um, probably, mm-hmm. and honestly, because the, the prim and proper vampire thing, like, isn't... That concept is not super appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, actually, maybe that's why Twilight doesn't... Because they're just, like, normal people, really. Like, yeah. normal, modern-day people. Um and so maybe that's why I like 30 Days of Night is because it's, it is it is that completely different um, imagining of yeah. the monster. They're like savage. Yeah. Like they're like almost like feral. zombies. They're like feral. Yeah. You can't even reason with them. Yeah. yeah. 
They're, uh, just like, Wait, they're no, not having a conversation. They're not seducing. Like yeah, that was no. a big. That's always to me like been a big part of of vampires is that seductiveness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're supposed to be like able to charm you and manipulate you and and on all those kinds of things. Um, and and that is kind of scary in a way. But I feel like the feral. I'm just here to eat you. Yeah, is, is more frightening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the cattle. We're here oh, to eat you. Also honorable <laughs> mention. Bye. Also honorable mentions. Blade. Yep. Loved Blade. Yeah. I heard they're I mean, actually remaking Blade. With who? With within like the MCU. Oh. Oh. I meant with what actor? Uh, Mahersha. Mahersha, Mahersha Ali? Ali. Excuse me. Oh, that sounds interesting. And I mean, he's kind of older, and I'm kind of excited about. And that. he's not because I really like him. He's not yet. Well, yeah. he, that was he's a big fit. part of what Wesley no, no, brought fit. to the character. No, he's, he's fit, just, he's just but not, he's not. Yeah, he's not bulky. like Arnold Schwarzenegger status. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's gonna have to do some creatine or whatever to, to <laughs> fit into yeah. those costumes. Yeah. On that, well, also like <laughs> speaking of like vampire stuff, we are upset. I have like a vampire show blanket on my lap right now. Oh, yeah, the show that I still haven't ever watched. Oh, yeah, favorite vampire show. Favorite vampire show, What We Do in the Shadows. It's Mm. amazing. Maybe that's why I watched it. It's just so freaking hilarious. I'm, like, really becoming very aware of my lack of interest in vampires. Oh, Oh, it's so funny, No, this is very different. Do do you like The Office? That's what they all say. No, no, no. Do you like The Office? I do like The Office. It is The Office, but for vampires. It's, it's It's a mockumentary. If she hasn't convinced me yet... I don't think that you you have, and I I'm not like actively resisting it. And they'll make it. Oh, like, will you watch that? If could I work. Make you a yeah, brisket? that would absolutely work. Perfect. <laughs> I would watch anything for your brisket. Perfect. <laughs> Except for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. You already did it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So here's what we do in the shadows. Do you have a favorite? Is are there TV other show? vampire TV shows other than that? I'll go next then. Okay. We'll think about it. True Blood. Oh, never oh, seen hell it. Hell yeah. Oh, big fan of True Blood. Eric Northman um, is I, my second boyfriend. Yeah, well, oh my uh, god, Meredith. He, he's my first boyfriend, so you can get out of here with that. Maybe I should leave. He could, he could <laughs> turn me should. in multiple ways. You should probably go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, Alexander Skarsgård is a sexy bitch. He really is. Um, oh, but, he's in True Blood? Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, I like oh, yeah. him. Oh, yeah. I like him a lot. Uh, unfortunately, awesome. Anna Packard What was I just watching? Oh, he was in Succession for a bit, mm-hmm. for like a hot minute. Yeah. yeah. I actually am like not a fan of Anna Packard at all. And I don't, I don't think she did very either. good. I don't think she really brought anything to True Blood. But I she feel like all of the surrounding characters mm-hmm. made that show. Like Eric Northman's character, which is Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, I don't remember the guy's name, but Lafayette was mm-hmm. fantastic in that show. Um, her her brother Jason, mm-hmm. the, the dumb hick that's just like muscular, was hilarious. Like it, it's it's a really good show. It's it's an HBO mm-hmm. show. Yeah. yeah. So there yeah. so there's titties just like in Bram Stoker's. Yeah. That's actually mm-hmm. been uh, Tom, yeah, my yes. husband's big complaint uh-huh. about Succession. Is it? It's like the HBO show with no nudity. What's the point? Yeah, why is it even on HBO? Why is it even on HBO? Just because it has an incredible it script P- and great performances and great directing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, throw it on PBS. Burn. 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 Like, Wicked. Put it right after Bob Ross. <laughs> Wicked bad. Wicked bad. But I mean, there's a ton of vampires. I mean, there's Vampire Diaries, there's Buffy. Like, there's. there's oh, yeah, I've never watched of... either of those. Really? I am re- becoming really more and more aware by the moment of how little vampires interest me. Wow. I watched, what about zombies? I watched like, some of them. Yeah, I love zombies. Zombies. Okay. All right. Wait, I don't wa- tell me there's a bunch of zombie TV shows I've missed. I, I don't watch Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. Ah, oh, God. I doubt You're literally it. surrounded by Walking Dead stuff in this in this bedroom. Yeah, why do I need to watch the show? I've got Daryl looking at me the entire time we record. That's fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, 
I can't remember. I know there's a few, like, silly zombie shows. I just didn't like them. I only pretty much preferred Walking Dead because yeah. some of them were too, like, campy or ridiculous. So yeah. I was like, ugh, that's well, annoying. Walking Dead is neither of yeah. those. No, I, oh, I love no, all the Resident Evil all. movies. Those are oh, on, really Resident on the top Evil of my too. list of Huge all fan. movies. Did you see the newest one? Or has it come out yet? We no. just talked one about came this. out. You can rent it on on demand or something like that. But you just haven't gotten. To oh yeah, yeah. It's it's one where it's Raccoon in the City. town where the oh, yeah, yeah. happens. Yeah, I haven't seen that one oh, yet. I can't wait to watch that. I mean, I saw um, I saw the first one in the theater, and I saw you know the um, what was it? It's Dawn of the Dead and the theater. like. I will watch yeah. every zombie movie mm-hmm. at like <laughs> weekend it comes out. I will go. See, I was late to the game for Resident Evil because I have been actively anti video games my whole life, and so when I, all I that was my only perception of it for a long time. I didn't even know it was about zombies. I just Ugh. thought knew it was based on a on a was it a video game or computer game? Same thing. Both? Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then uh, technology. Boop boop bop. That's Katie. <laughs> I'm over here playing cheaper. I think it first came out on. Con- I think it first came out on console. She's playing like, pong. I, I am. Pong. Like actual ping pong ping with pong. an actual paddle. Um, by Whatever. You think you're better than me? Yep. You're not. But so like I didn't see any of them until the first three were already out, and then I was like, I fucking love these movies. And so yeah. the fourth and fifth ones, so I went to see right. in the theater alone because I had no one to go with me. But oh. I was like, oh. I'm seeing this in the theater unfortunately this is before we knew each other yeah it was, so, it was I before gone, we started i was um i always had like zombie scary movie buddies and then i made yeah. that like sort of club like yeah. offshoot of our book club and mm. we went and, and then covid happened but we probably saw how many books Lots. or excuse me movies Lots. like scary movies just yeah. a ton and i actually one of the other movies that i've seen alone in the theaters was breaking dawn part one hmm. I love so. Breaking Dawn. I, I love that it. Movie no, over and, and that's again. the thing is because it's the romance of that series that really mm. appeals to me. I, yeah. I love the relationships yeah. and, the, and the triangle. Yeah, um, me too. It's, so ridiculous. it's not the not the blood sucking. That, the, yeah. Who's your team? I'm always Team Edward. Don't give a fuck I'm, I'm about Team Jacob. Team Jacob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. You guys Edward are dumb. Sucked. I don't even care. See, my thing is, I was always I, I was always Team Casey too. Like, Ew! I haven't I'm, even watched that show. I never. I know. I'm. I'm what? Your team what? Pacey. 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 What's that? Dawson's Creek. Oh. I never watched. I'm, I guess I've never I'm just. I'm always in, on the brunette. I'm always on the side of the brunette. Oh, <laughs> so you have a type. You have I a type. I do have a type. There you go. Yeah, oh, I, th- I, I think my husband thought... looks a little bit like Joshua Jackson. I'm. That's what all I can say. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I just remembered another honorable mention for vampire movies uh-huh. because right. Hotel Transylvania. Underworld, yeah. <laughs> Underworld oh, okay. really got me into that. I think I saw the first one once. Oh, aren't there a bunch? Uh, there are now four? three or four. Yeah, and so it's all Kate Beckinsale. Because yes. I love well, Kate Beckinsale. The only one that's not is they did a prequel. Oh, but it still has um, what's his name? Bill Sheen. Knight? Sheen. Uh, yes, Billy Nighy's in it. Charlie because, Sheen? No. Michael uh, Sheen. The other one, Michael Sheen. Oh, okay. He's in it, it because he was... Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> it yep. goes right to the top. Yes, I, I'm stealing material from um, But he's in it. <laughs> him and Billy Nighy are in it. Mm-hmm. And it's about the, the origin story mm-hmm. of how their feud began, the yeah. war. That was for a thousand years. You know, Between... For, and then the first right. Lycan and, and Vampire. Nosferatu. Yeah. Well, I will always dive into vampire, wolf, zombie shows, genres, all ingest all of it because I mean it's fun and it's enjoyable, yeah. and I think that this has been I just an like ghosting demons better. I mean, I'll watch right. that too. You know what? I don't discriminate. 
That's true. Oh, you, you know, know what show I just watched that it has vampires in it? What? Um, Discovery of Witches. We read that and mm-hmm. in book club, mm-hmm. and I think we tried watching in one of the one of the meetings. We like put on. We were here. We tried watching it, and I think we just talked over it too much. So I was like, I can't watch yeah. this. Uh, I watched like the. Or, excuse me, you watched. I watched. I read the first three books, I think, and then I lost yeah. interest. I can't remember if I read the third one. I know I read the I first two. And Wait, one series that was amazing is called The Passage, and it's about vampires, and they kind of, like, there's a virus that takes over the world, and it's that's insane. That's what that show's about? The Passage? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I should watch it. it well, it was well, only, I know I don't it need to because season. it's about vampires, and clearly <laughs> we have learned enough, tonight. Fan. It was only one season, and it really didn't follow the, the books, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Well, also, Mark that, Wahlberg was in it, so it's like, mm, whatever. Uh, I love Mark I, Wahlberg. I like, I like him, too. I want to eat, eat at his burger restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, not Mark Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg? No. I am That's totally... it. No. I... Damon Wayans? You're not... No, no, no. <laughs> he is in Save by the Bell. He played Zach. Mark Paul Gossler? Yes. <laughs> That's not a Wahlberg at all. Not even close. Mark, it's he Mark. doesn't have a burger restaurant. <laughs> Oh, because it's Mark. It's just, you know, that guy, Mark. Yeah. Huh. I can't believe I'm, I'm drunk. She's I've had a, a glass of wine. I'm very drunk. Had a glass of wine, and she's just basically lumping all the Marks of the planet into one. You know, they're pretty much all yeah, the same. Yeah, they are. Well, and they're matter. both pretty boys. They're of the same generation. They, they don't are. look remotely alike. They were like alike, 90s but... stars. Same, yeah. same diff. That's fine. Yeah. So we didn't actually talk about what we're going to do next week. No, we haven't decided. Or excuse me, next time. But I do have a... Listener suggestion from who? Um, we have a listener. <laughs> oh, just one. Just one. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I his... should watch out. My father-in-law now knows about this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> his um, former, like, he's a co-worker, former co-worker, but also like mentor, and he suggested drag me to hell. Oh, my him. former mentor, or my mentor. Yes. Yeah. He um, did. You know, same same Raimi. He did. You know, all those other movies. And um, with like lots of marks, <laughs> <laughs> at least one. Yes. Yeah. No, he did. Um, what's it called? Uh, well, we're gonna have to edit this out. Really? I'm not editing it no. out. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't edit my own episodes. No, yeah. San Raimi, and he did, and it has Bruce Campbell. Um, oh, uh, Bubba Hotep. No. <laughs> yes, what, he Army was of Darkness. Movie? Yes, he was. Did, yeah. Yes to me. He uh, did uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's, Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead. Wow, he Who's did special about? effects on the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah, Good Sam for Raimi. Him. Trash. Sam Raimi. Wait, yes. which one? Which Spider-Man? The Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. Spider-Man. There's Those three. ones. Okay, but then I would have said Tobey Maguire Spider-Man too. Oh, so all. <laughs> no, it just it just lists them on the first one. Oh, for, okay. Yeah, Sam Raimi yeah. did that one. That movie didn't suck. Yeah. Oh, a, a vampire movie that I like, that mm. um, the one that Chloe Grace Moretz made when she was a little girl. Uh, let the right like, one in. Let me in. It, let me in. Oh yeah, let me in. That yeah, was a the great right one. I liked that one. That was frightening. I liked that one a lot. That was frightening. Oh, that was. I really thought of good. one that I liked. Good. Yay! <laughs> that one was so sad. That's another. So like, so sad. Um, this was also something that occurred to me when I was listening to. Um, the the Exorcist episode. It's like in all those possession movies, it's never a man that gets possessed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always because a woman a is very well, vulnerable. We are yeah. very, we're natural victims. Yeah. It's in our DNA. Uh-huh. Um, we're also, we tend to get riled up and we have periods. Yeah. Right. And to, our to boobs come out. 
Too many. Like, yeah, and and easily flopping around those boobs. Yeah, the, you know? like like you don't have a body part that easily flops around. Oh, mine, there's two layers of clothing. <laughs> you know, it's, but not in the olden it's, days. It's you would have just up. had like pantaloons on. That's <laughs> true. Um, but with the vampires, it's like you know they prey on women, but the main vampires are always men. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not always. Obviously, there's going to be exceptions to that when people like you know do reimaginings I and mean, things Bella like was that. Lost. Yeah. Well, yeah. not in but what, she wasn't in, a vampire for like the first three movies. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, in what Four we movies. do, the shadows, the female vampire got her mate by like seducing him. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, she turned it. She was like a leathery bat. Oh, and, See, that's uh, how you know. That's like, how you know yeah. it's a comedy because the woman never seduces the man. Yeah, it's the other way. They're like that's laughable. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Women don't want men. I know. Uh, do you want to share your email address? Oh yeah, what is it? I'm not scared. You're scared at mm-hmm. gmail.com with no punctuation. Yeah. Do we have like the password to access this account or does Lorena have it? Thankfully, they have a sound engineer also turned guest that manages all of their things in the background. So, yes. Who is it? This guy. <gasps> the vampire. <laughs> the vampire uh, lover. vampire lover. lover. Yeah. Dracula. So, are we going to do Dragon Me Hell or unless you have another suggestion? I don't have another suggestion. I don't. I think that I've seen parts of that in the past. Um, but I have not seen it all the way through, so I will watch it. Okay, I think that'd be fun. It's a fun, scary, funny, scary jaunt. Mm-hmm. And Sam Raimi, I mean, he's like one of my favorites, so. You have a lot of favorites. And a lot of boyfriends. She does. You know a what? Lot of marks. It's really weird. I don't need your judgment. And. I'm just saying, maybe that's why your water heater broke. She's lucky I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure how that correlates. <laughs> I just sort of looked very perplexed just now, listeners at home. I'm like, what? Oh, I was going to say, our Scream episode had like 1,100 listeners. Scream is popular. That's crazy. Especially because the new one just came out. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. Me either. Me neither. We should have a watch party. (gasps) Was everyone like already together a lot, though? (gasps) Once every two to three weeks? What the heck? That's true. You know what? If we we got together for something other than recording, I could make you guys come to my house. That's true. Yeah. She thought about that she for did. a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll drive. Now she'll come. Yeah. Or we'll take a lift. I like San how everyone's sucks. listening to us make this, this, this plan. What are we going to do? Let's get popcorn. Ah, okay. Watch movie at Katie's house. <laughs> and this time I'll bring some type of food for you. It better be brisket. Might be brisket. Mm-hmm. We do have the brisket in the freezer. Anyway, I moving on. Fresh Everyone wants to leave. No one wants to sit one. here and listen to this. Well, they can turn it off at any time. That's true. Anyway, Instagram, I'm not scared, you're scared. Yes. Email. Yeah, I'm trying to post a little bit more often on yeah. Instagram because I was just posting every time we had an episode, mm-hmm. but then when we took like two months off, I was like, oh, well, that's two months with no posts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, you guys aren't paying me the big bucks to just sit on my hands and not, not post. Uh, yeah. Get to work. We all yeah. get paid no bucks. <laughs> it's very sad. But I appreciate you ladies having me on. It's been fun. Yeah. Will you be back? Uh if I'm invited without me pushing it, because mm. <laughs> I won't it push real it. good. Well, you also have to like want to watch the movie mm. we are gonna do. I've watched several of the movies w- with you before, so yeah. don't, don't even always start. before you go. Fine, that's yeah. you. Wait, what well, was the one that you said you you started watching and he was not gonna be paying attention, and then he got totally pulled into it? Rosemary's Baby. Oh, was that? Oh it? yeah. Okay, you can't go on that episode. We already did that one. Yeah. Yeah. He's watching it and he's like, what in the Sam 
hill are you watching? I was like, what in Satan's name? Satan's name. And I was like, oh, this is Rosemary's baby. He's like, this is fun. You're like, that's yeah. Sidney Pollock's psycho. Yeah. Holy it was shit. good. It was good. Oh, my God. I very was, much enjoyed it. You, everyone knows that I, that's one of my favorite movies. Don't get like, her. Start, it's her boyfriend. Yeah. The movie? That, that movie. The, the movie, movie itself. <laughs> the movie itself is my boyfriend. It's my boyfriend. Not Roman Polanski, because he's the worst. Ew. Yuck. Piece of shit. Well, um, okay. On, On that, that note, note <laughs> thanks for so, joining us tonight. We're definitely doing Drag Me to Hell next time. We'll do Drag Me to Hell. Okay. Watch it. Enjoy it. it. I love it. Take um, notes in case I forget again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can do the recap. It's, uh, it's a good one. Yeah. So, it's good. So now we have you on the record. Sense. Yeah, we have it on record. I'm going to do it, okay? All right, bye. Bye. bye.